listening to Go to Lisa Podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Waldron. I will give you 10 episodes per season filled with some interesting topics that will either lift you up or make you laugh or cry. Listen, we all can relate to something or another, but why not just tune in to Go to Lisa Podcast every Friday? So go, go, get your headsets. New episode starts now. Hello, my beautiful people. It is Friday, August 23rd, 2019. And oh my goodness, today's topic is going to be about the heat wave. Why did I choose this topic? Because I found it to be so interesting. And I'm going to give you some highlights and maybe you'll find it interesting too. Because you know, I have a passion to share and I want to share anything that comes to me that I think would be great for you guys to know. Listen, people, there's a heat wave out here. It's August. There's a reason why I gave you the date, right? It's August 23rd on a Friday. And normally in August, which wherever you are, it's normally what? Hot, right? Unless you're on part of the other side of the world, then you probably have the opposite. But at some point or another, you are hot. So here is the thing, this summer, summer of 2019, I have been feeling hotter than usual. I'm a kind of person where, you know, I'm a fall baby, meaning that I was born in October. So fall, but I grew up in Jamaica. I grew up in New York. I grew up in um, Florida and I'm here now in Georgia. So I tell you all of this to say that I have experienced, except for Florida and Jamaica, which is like the same all year around, except for maybe around the winter time, it's a little bit chilly, but not like New York and Georgia, where you have winter, spring, summer, and fall. So that being said, I have experienced, um, you know, hot, cold weather, brisk weather, nippy weather, hot as heck weather and whatever, right? So I've been through the heat. That's what I'm getting to. I've been through the heat. I know the heat. I know there are days that it's hot, right? And ever since I've moved to Georgia, they refer to Georgia as, especially Atlanta, Georgia, as Hotlanta. That's H-O-T-Lanta. Hotlanta. Why? Because it's hot. When you go out at certain times of the day, it's hot as hell. It feels like it feels like there's no humidity, there's no air coming in. Now, the difference between that and Florida, which I tell people, is that at least Florida, you have the beaches. At least there's some kind of breeze. In Jamaica, I tell people the same thing. You're on an island. There's a little bit of breeze, right? It's not hot. But... There's no beach here in Georgia, at least where I am around, surrounded, real beach I'm talking. So it's like, and it's nothing but red dirt. That's the color of their dirt. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just like a, a, a stench of, of rotten, I, I don't even want to put it like that. It's more like, it's so bad. It's like, okay, so let me tell you what I did when I was in Florida to beat the heat. I'm an early bird person, right? So 
here's where I'm smart people. What I do is that I go out because I'm an early bird. I like to do things early in the morning or late at night. Preferably 90% is early in the morning, right? Once in a blue moon, you'll catch me midday only because I, you know, was chillaxing or got tied up doing something else or something like that where I had no choice but to go out in the middle of the day. You know, you know, it is what it is. So the reason why I'm telling you that is because I used to plan it out when I was in Florida to say that it's great when you go out early in the morning because then you beat the traffic, right? And a lot of stores open up around eight or nine so you can plan around that as well. So I would go out there when everyone else is in bed or relaxing or whatever and I would get all my stuff done, come home, relax, like when it's in the deep, deep, hot time, the hot time is anywhere between 10, 11 to 3, 5 o'clock or something like that. It's typically between 11 to 3. So between those, I'm already at home. So all I'm doing is just doing stuff around the house and just chillaxing, right? Relaxing at home while everybody else is stuck in traffic or in the heat and sweating even more. So not only that, um, okay, so that was Florida, right? So here in, in Georgia, I pretty much follow the same routine. You know, late at night, I probably, if I didn't go anywhere early in the morning, I will probably go out in the evening. So the good thing about where I live, because I live more in the countryish area of Georgia, which I like, um, I don't live in the city. I'm never a city person. I'm more of a suburb person, okay? So what happened is that even in Georgia, I kind of like follow the same routine as far as it's either early or probably in the evenings when the in the evening when the sun goes down. But and and I accepted that even when I have to do the lawn and do gardening or stuff, by sometimes there were days like eight o'clock or whatever. I was like, you're gonna harp and do it like around eight, nine, definitely by ten o'clock the sun, you're gonna be burning up. You just have to time it when you're going to do your lawn and gardening because it's not recommended for anyone to be out there. So God bless all of the landscapers, all of the people who, whose profession and whose work has to do with the outside. I don't know how you do it, but God bless you all. So that's the prelude, guys, into me and what I do and all those lovely people who work outside. So here is the thing, or even if you don't work outside, what you do around your home or what you have to do, right? So for many of you, if you're new to this um, broadcast, if you haven't watched my YouTube video on it, then I pretty much tell you that I have, um, what do you call it again? Um, hypo, I forgot what I'm gonna say. It's. I have so many hypo in my head right now. It's not hypoglycemic. Maybe I did have that at one point. It's, um, oh my God, why am I going blank on the word? I'm so sorry, guys. But basically, it is the condition where you sweat a lot. It doesn't matter if um, you, if it's, it's hyperhidrosis. That's what I have. Hyperhidrosis. So what that means is that I sweat morning noon and night it doesn't matter i could be in a calm environment or whatever i still sweat i still sweat it's excessive sweating but not excessive 
but it's triggered more um I don't know what triggers it nobody really knows what triggers it it just comes on and pretty much why I'm trying to tell you that is that I'm also in my 40s right even though I don't look it I am in my 40s I won't tell you specifically what age but I am in my 40s to say that I'm still having my menstrual cycle yes TMI people but I'm giving you the whole load so you can understand what I'm about to break down for you because it's so good. So that being said, I'm in my forties. I still have my menstrual cycle. So there were times this year, like early this year, cause the weather's just the, even crossing over from winter to spring was a little bit weird here this year because even into spring, it still felt a little bit like, no spring came early. So it's like, okay what's going on here you know so it was already hot like around february march it, it was just weird so i didn't think anything of it so then i would like occasionally have like you know at nighttime like nice sweat so for the past year and a half i've been thinking am i going through pre-menopause you know because i'm starting to feel hotter than usual and I'm like having like night sweats and those are all symptoms of premenopause. But I was like, okay, Lisa, you're still having your menstrual cycle. So typically no, but some women still have their menstrual cycle and still going through the premenopause stage. So menopause can happen anywhere from your thirties, forties, fifties, and somewhere it all depends on your hereditary and all other factors. That's not what this topic is about, but just outline it for you. So, so I was like, okay, maybe I'm going through it. But then it stopped. And I was like, okay, maybe that wasn't premenopausal. Okay, so here we are like around May, June. And I'm like, I'm feeling hot. Why am I feeling hot? I'm like, I'm like, I haven't been outside like, why is the house hot, right? So I have the AC on and the AC is on automatic and what have you, but it's not even that. What I first noticed is that um, I have um, YouTube channels as well. So for my hair channel, which is Not Too Late Natural Hair, I was doing a video one day. I had trying to work out in May. In May, I was doing good, guys. In, don't ask me about the other months, but in May, I was doing good with my workout. And then my my schedule kind of changed and then it just went whack out the window. So then I was like, one of the videos, I had to turn on the fan. And I even told my lovely people on the video, the noise that you're hearing is a fan, even though I have the AC on. I know they probably was looking at me like, what's going on with her? But I was feeling hot so I didn't think anything of it so then in July I was like it doesn't matter what time of the day it was I was feeling hot 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 and I was like what on earth is going on here why am I feeling hotter than usual and so in response to me feeling hotter than usual I would crank down the AC you know what I mean crank it down to the point that you know like to 70 I wouldn't go below 75 because I knew going below 75 degrees will make my light bill a lot of money 
So normally it's on a schedule where it's typically around 78, 78 is still hot, but it's typically around 78 degrees on two different thermostats, one upstairs, one up downstairs. Um, but if I come home, I think I have it like when I come home or something, it goes down to 76 or 77. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter what it was on, I was still feeling hot. So not only that, there are certain rooms in my house that have a fan. Not all the rooms have fans in there. So I will put on the fan as well. And I would just sit there like, I'm not even working out. I didn't even do any chores. I didn't even feel any, any, you know, I didn't do anything out of the normal for me. What I'm doing is just walking from probably downstairs, upstairs, or maybe just walking from one room to the next. And I was like, why is it feeling so hot? I couldn't understand it. Couldn't understand it at all. So, I'm sorry about that. So what happened is that I just had to go with the flow. I just had to go with the flow because I'm like, I know my light bill is going to be a lot of money, right? But I'm like, is something else going on? So I didn't think anything at all, anything at all, anything at all about it. But then I'm like, I was just sitting down one day, guys, and guess what happened? If you've been listening to my channel for a long, long time, um, as far as my podcast and everything, you would know that I do not watch the news. I don't. We all know that song, right? Because I was feeling. I was feeling some kind of way. That's what I was feeling, folks. I was sitting on the couch, right? And I don't watch the news, but I was waiting for this show to start. It's probably one of my mystery shows. And there is a... Um, Okay, so I watch a lot of my mystery shows on either PBS or the other PBS station, right? Or, or Hallmark, Hallmark Mysteries, one of the three. But this was definitely one of the PBS channels because normally they have like the British news um, on there. But it wasn't really a news station. It was more like a nightly, um, a nightly business update which is kind of like the news, but more on the business aspects, things that are going around in the world and from a business and new technology and stuff that was going on. So then I was going to flip the channel until I heard a couple of sentences in and the lady was talking to the, um, the University of Colorado, Boulder, Colorado, um, I didn't get his name, but it was for the PBS NewsHour. Um, the professor of the University of Colder, Butter, Colder Butter, uh, can I talk? Boulder, Colorado, and he was talking about the ice melting and how it is the five warmest years. Five warmest years started since 2010, 
it's on the rise in the coastline in the U.S. leading to the initiative. So what am I talking about? Because it sounds like a bunch of different run-on sentences or one whole sentence. Let me break it down more for you. So apparently there is ice, you know, there's ice in the Arctic. Like if you look on the map or something, there's an Arctic area. I know I sound not smart right now, but I am smart because there is ice in the Arctic. But guess what, people? The ice is melting, even in the Arctic. That is, more, that is like the, the, the most coldest place ever. The most coldest place ever. And the friggin' ice is melting. What is that telling you? That's telling you that Lisa was not going crazy. Lisa was not feeling hot, hot, hot all by herself. Lisa was sensing some part of the universe or some other part of the planet was feeling something and my intuition and spidey sense felt it also. Yes, people, I'm that intuitive. <laughs> so what does that mean? That means that this thing has been happening since 2010. Has anyone, does everyone know about that? Since 2010, the Arctic ice has been melting along the coastline and there has been a rise on that. Because think about the signs of it, people. It's ice. It's big chunks of ice. That's all it is. Ice, ice, ice. What happens when ice melts? It turns into water, right? So if the water, if the ice is melting, these big chunks of ice is melting, it's turning into water and therefore running into the coastline. Therefore, the coastline is like right, the, the level of the coastline is like rising more. So I guess scientists and all of these professors and all of these um, researchers are saying, why is the water line rising around the beaches and everywhere along the coastline? Why is the water level higher? Now, my goal in life is to have a beach house and to just chillax on the beach and go out every single day, God's willing, on the beach and just live my life and be happy. That's my dream. That's my desire. That will come true, people. It will. Because I have initiated that thought in my head. It will come true. But here is the thing. The water is rising. What does that mean for all of our beach lovers out there and all these homes by the beach? Does that mean that it's going to come up closer to the homes? What does that mean? Can somebody tell me? So it, it's just crazy that if we're having all of this stuff happening, right? What's going to happen to the homes, the lands, the area? What's going to happen to all of these AC units being cranked up more and more? What's going to happen to the world? I don't know. I really don't know. That's a question that makes you go, hmm. So anyway, it piqued my interest. So has it piqued your interest? Because that's some crazy stuff. It's been happening. But you see, I'm the kind of person where I don't listen to the news. So I would have no idea what on earth is going on in this world. So then I said to myself, you know what, Lisa? Maybe you need to start listening to this PBS nightly news hour. Because they're not getting into the nitty gritty of news, which is kind of like depressing. 
but it's like letting me know what's going on that's affecting the whole world as far as where we gonna live what's gonna happen what's gonna happen in the future nine years we're now in 2019 this has been going on since 2010 and i'm i'm actually going to pull up on my computer right now since i have it up um what the arctic is this is crazy i had no idea like i don't even think a lot of people know what's going on all right so let's do this right now and define what is the arctic here the Arctic, okay. There's so many different areas in the Arctic area. Hold on, I'm just trying to find what is the correct one that I'm looking for. The Arctic ice, is it in Iceland? Hold on. I don't even know where the Arctic is. <laughs> this is this is like, yeah. Okay, so it's the Arctic Sea, the Arctic Sea. Okay, so yeah. So I just typed in the Arctic because I was trying to find the exact location for the Arctic and then I just type in Arctic Sea and the first thing that pops up is dead heat. Oh my goodness. So now they're saying from August 4th, Okay, so from August 4th to August 14th, sea ice extent declined at a national, a daily rate of 91,000 square kilometers. Still above the 1981 to 2010 rate of decline. Okay, so now they're getting specific as far as they're measuring it, guys. They're measuring it. So what does that mean exactly? Um, yeah. Yeah, they're basing it off of the satellite image and everything, but they're not really. Okay, so now this is interesting. They're saying that a comparison of 2019 and 2012 ice extent for August 14 shows remarkable similarities. In 2012, some patchy ice remained in the East Siberian Sea. However, the ice edge in the northeastern Beaufort and northern Chukchi seas, I didn't even know such seas existed, hmm. was further north, and some larger channels in the Canadian archipelago were open. So, in other words, every place around the world is being affected by some way or another by the heat wave. So let me just go back a little bit right now and just define for you guys what am I talking about? What is a heat wave? A heat wave or heat wave <laughs> is a period of excessively hot weather which may be accompanied by high humidity, especially in oce oceanic climate countries. While definitions vary, a heat wave is usually measured relative to the usual weather in the area and relative to normal temperatures for the season. So what is the normal temperature right now in the summer months? We've been having anywhere from eight high 90s, to be quite frank with you. 
high 90s. And I'm so fascinated by this because I'm like, you wouldn't believe what happened to me by me. Oops. You wouldn't believe what happened to me by me cranking up this AC because I felt hot, hot, hot to the point that I thought I was just like, like, I don't even know what I thought. Like, I was like, my goodness, not only did I have the AC on, the fan on, I was even fanning myself. I was like, something is not right here, but you wouldn't believe what happened. You're listening to Go To Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron, where you can find interesting topics, relatable topics, all by typing in Go, the number 10, followed by Lisa. It's all one word, Go, G-O, one zero, L-I-S-A. Go To Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron can be found on any podcast app just by typing in Go To Lisa. New podcast episodes are available every Friday. Be sure not to miss out by subscribing, giving a rating, sharing, commenting, and liking. Now back to Go to Lisa Podcast. Okay, guys, so this is some crazy stuff going on here. And and you want to know the funny thing is that this is just one thing, one thing that caught my interest. So if they're measuring all of these areas around the world where there is ice or have ice has been associated with their name or peninsula or whatever on the map, on the satellite, by air, boat, whatever your transportation is, and you know these areas is always a good skiing area, a good cold area, well, guess what? It won't be for much longer because it has to do with the climate. It has to do with the heat wave. Something is throwing it off. I, I am not a, I'm not a scientist, but definitely something is throwing it off. And, um, I really can't figure out something is throwing it off and I really can't figure out what it is. I'm going to have to do more research on it, but be sure to leave me a voicemail message on anchor.fm um, and I can talk about it in an upcoming um, episode because this is fascinating. Now, you're probably saying, girl, you should be watching the news and this is not a shock to you, but it is a shock to me because like I said, you know, to each his own, I mean, seriously, think about it. If something's happening in the world, all your friends and relatives and neighbors are going to say, wow this is happening, you know, it, it's, it's happening now, panic, you know, or something, you know, God forbid, but it's true. So it's like, I'm not worried about that aspect of it, but it's like, I don't need to watch the news and have the same thing being repeated and repeated and repeated in your head. I'm at a point in my life where I'm trying to put the positive back into my life people it's not easy but it's hard because a lot of our thoughts are negative did you know that especially in women I just went to a meeting yesterday um, a terrific speaker uh, by Trisha Dempsey no plug no sponsorship here or anything but just a great speaker and is really going after your dreams and you know have you ever been in a position where 
you want something and you have that desire whatever and then it just comes into your mind and then it just go in full force and then people around you whether it, it comes in threes where you get some kind of confirmation or something or whatever and then people are actually genuinely helping you out where they're recommending books and stuff and whatever it, it, it it's meant to be but it first starts off with that thought and desire where am I going with this? I'm pretty much telling you that I'm trying to change my my thinking and be a little bit more positive and I don't need the news playing in my head over and over and over all these sad, depressing things. My heart is with all of the people who have gone through traumatic stuff. It really is. But I can't... Um, I can't listen to it, especially with some news stations that repeats it. I guarantee you right now, if you turn on a news station right now, do a test. And you all know in the U.S. which one I'm talking about. I'm not going to say the name. But do a test and turn on your television to one of the news stations like at 9 o'clock and turn it off at 5 o'clock. And you sit there and watch it from 9 to 5. And I guarantee you, you will hear that same news alert been repeated how many times in an hour times the eight nine hours the eight hours you probably would have listened to that story probably let's say approximately do they do it probably every 15 20 minutes or something like that so you probably would have listened to it like probably close to 20 times by the time that they're done. 20 times throughout the day, subliminally, you're listening to some bad thing because it's so urgent. And I have no hate against the, the news people. They're doing their job and delivering the news. And yes, they're repeating it in case somebody missed it in this interval or this half an hour or something like that. But you also have the trigger, the, the um, news alert going on on the bottom of the screen as well. But anyway, I can't. I can't. Um, because when you think about it, you're listening to that. You're listening to probably negative people in your life. Um, you probably listen to negative people at work, negative people in the supermarket, negative people in the gas station. So it's like we all just need to take a moment and just chill. It's not that serious, people. Whatever it is, it's not that serious. So... Are there people that are gonna going to frustrate the hell of, out of you? Yes, they are because you know they do. You know, you know. So uh, we just have to find we just have to find a better way to cope with it. I think that's what I'm trying to say. You just have to find a better way to cope with it. So I'm letting you all know this that it's not it's not traumatic what I'm saying to you. It's it's an alert to to think about it. To think about it, especially for all the beach lovers out there like me. What's going to happen to the seacoast? What's going to happen to the beaches? My goodness. I mean, some areas of beaches are already polluted and dirty. So can you imagine the coastline is already like high? So think about this. You're on a beach. And if you're a beach lover like me, you know that there are days that the water is um, high or low. There are days that this, the water comes all the way inland and there are days that it goes all the way far out. That would explain why 
the last time I went to the beach, there was this guy out there that was surveying it. And I was that close to asking him what he was doing out there. And all he had was a stick in the water and he would measure it like every um, hour or so and then take notes. And then once in a while, he'll take a dip because it was hot. It was hot. It was hot in, um, in, in Florida. So I should have really asked him like, you know, what's going on. But I think I heard, but you know, I love the water so much that I don't want to spend my time coming out the water, you know, and what have you. So it's going to be interesting. So, so I think I did hear him say something like he was telling someone something about the sea levels or, um, Something he was measuring and come to find out that is something that they, they have to do often. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> so that being said, um, you know, I don't know. Um, it's, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Um, but we just have to be on alert because if that's my dream and which is going to come true because I'm putting it out in the universe, it's like, you know, and you know what, now that I'm talking to you guys, I think it's better if, if I want to live on the beach and it will happen, right? I need to start doing my research on owning a home in the beach and, and, what are things that I need to do in case there's a tsunami, God forbid, or something like that? What happens when the the water reaches coastline or past the coastline? What happens when the water reaches too close to your home? That's why when you look at these homes, because I did this one time, guys, because I was so interested in having a beach home, I decided to look up some of the home prices in Florida. Like, you know, let me just check out the realty here and find out how much it is. <coughs> You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. Quarter of a million dollars or more for a beach home in Florida. Are you freaking kidding me? Now, I know Florida has been a ripoff for the past couple of years and they've jacked up the prices of the homes and everything, but a quarter of a million or it was ridiculously high. And I was like, and what, but, what, what, but what caught my attention was when you look in, you know, when you're looking for a home and they show you inside the home and everything and you fall in love with it, you know, ladies, what I'm talking about, like you fall in love with it because the interior is so gorgeous. And then you start visualizing how you're going to decorate it and stuff. A lot of these expensive homes by the beach in Florida, they look so old and so not clean and so shabby. And I was like, you're charging for what? Just for the the scenery of just having a beach home by the beach. But here is another thing that I did realize. A lot of those beach homes, they're renting out to people. How do I know that? Because I went out on the beach every day when I was on vacation, like within the past year or something like that. Or was it last year? It's still within the last two years. And I was seeing the same family and they didn't speak English at all. And then I think they had left and then 
another um, couple. They were all coming from the same area. And when I went back another time, I saw another couple and their family coming from the same house area or whatever. So I was like, oh, that's what they're doing. They're renting it out, which is actually a smart idea. You know, you pay all that money for the house and it's almost like a B&B, you know, kind of thing. And you just rent it out, clean it up or whatever. But when I saw how shabby some of these places are, the first thing that went through my mind is, okay, it's by the beach. People don't really clean it or what have you. Um, but maybe they just left it there because it probably was a hurricane. So not only are you prone to more hurricanes and stuff, you know, all these other weathers, but it's like, um, I'm sorry, if I'm going to dish out that much money, you're going to have to make it look a little bit more prettier for me. You know what I mean? But that's just the price. Can you imagine the taxes on top of that as well? OMG. So my thing is that you're just paying for the real estate. That's it. And the real estate is the nice view. The real estate is you're living the life. The real estate is, is just by the beach. That's all you're paying for. It, it's kind of like me saying that I, I, in my home in Georgia, I should just build a, um, a wall. That's what I should do guys. This is, this is crazy. I should build a wall, paint it like the picture of the beach. Like, you know, like when you're looking out on the ocean and you just see the sunset and how the, the water just goes all the way out, I should just paint a wall with, with the, um, the water on it and then have like a little pool or something in front of that wall. And there you go, people. And I don't have to pay a quarter million dollars, you know what I mean? And then throw some fake sand in the back, in the backyard. And there I have it. That's being creative isn't it? So anyway, I just wanted to bring to your attention what was going on in the universe, um, in the world today. And basically the heat is causing the ice to melt. And this has been happening since 2010. We're now in 2019. And they pretty much said that it's going to be on the rise people. Not only is the water rising on the coastline, but it's also going to rise in regards to the more years to come, there will pretty much not be any ice. But then the world is created so ingeniously by God to the point that there is a there is a purpose for everyone and everything. So I wonder what are the businesses or who actually lives out in those areas? Like who benefits from all that ice being ice? Like what's going to happen to those people or what's going to happen to their businesses? You know, it's bad enough that robots are going to be taking over a lot of people's jobs coming up soon, or if it hasn't already. So can you imagine that we really are going to become like the Jetsons or all those futuristic movies that someone had envisioned in the past when it was inconceivable to think about such things. And then somebody is bringing it to fruition people. So it's like, this is just one of the things that you need to be on alert of because what does that actually do to the, to the homes near the beach? What does that actually do 
to the boats, to people who are swimming. Like all of those businesses by the water. Is the water such a good thing for it to be on the rise? Think about it. These things are like chunks and big, big Arctic ice and all that crap is melting. Where is it going? Where is it going when it melts? You know what I mean? Like, who lives near these Arctic areas? Gotta look it up on the map. How are they gonna be impacted? How can we stop this? Is it something that we as people need to do to help the climate? Is it something it you know, and then today they said something about the Amazon rainforest or the Amazon area is on fire for the past three days. So it's like all of these natural resources and these natural things that people never thought about having an interest in, something is happening. So it's like, I, I, I'm just so curious. Like, I'm, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know. And so I'm talking about it on my podcast because what happened, not even tell you guys what happened when I came back from break, but what happened is by me talking about me up in my AC and everything cost my light bill for the first time to go up high. You wouldn't believe how much my light bill was, $175. That's the highest it's been. You know, I told my mother about that. You know what she said to me? Oh, that's my normal um, light bill in Florida because she is going through men has been going through menopause and she cranks up her AC but you want to know what the thing is her AC unit is not even working and where she lives they're not even fixing it properly so therefore she's always incurring this high bill um, so I just told her that she needs to talk to the management about that in you know or something because you can't pay you can't keep dishing out that money for something that's not your fault you know you're paying to live somewhere and everything should be functioning and working properly but but she was feeling she was feeling hot 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 like me so the bottom line is that i wasn't like I wasn't like feeling like there was something wrong with me to that effect. Now I know what was going on. The whole world is hot. The whole world is experiencing this heat wave. And here we are in August and it's not even cooling down. It's not even cooling down. And it's going to get hotter and hotter and hotter. And that's what I mentioned before. What's going to happen to the AC units? Because there's only so much the light company can generate all these watts of energy. Can you imagine all these homes are on the maximum capacity of being cool? I mean, I still have my fan on in some rooms. So it's like I have double trying to be cool myself down. Not only am I drinking water to hydrate and keep myself, you know, I, I just don't know people. I just don't know. Do you have any answers? Do you know what on earth is going on? Do you know if there's any solution to this? This is crazy. But I am going to read you one last thing before I let you go, people. Um, so also in Texas, I'm reading one of the sites, um, the World um, Entering News site on Google. They said also this week, a heat wave 
in South Texas sent temperatures into the triple digits, topping one all-time June record and pushing heat indicators above 120 degrees in some locations. Now, there are some areas in the state like Arizona and Texas and South, you know, like Florida, Georgia, and those other areas where it's always hot. You know, even California can get hot too, you know what I mean? But it's like Texas was in the triple digits. I'm telling you guys, I have been feeling hot and the temperatures here have been over 90. And a similar scenario was taking place either early this week along the West Coast where temperatures reached 100 degrees in San Francisco International Airport, the highest temperatures recorded for any month other than September. It is cray cray. Soaring temperatures are becoming more frequent and according to the study, only will only get worse in the years to come. That's what I'm telling you. You have to be on the alert now. So they even show a picture of the map. <laughs> they show a picture of somebody posted a picture of the map, right? And it's a historical chart. And all you see is red, 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 red. There are no known um, cases in Finland's climate history when it has been hotter, even in Finland. It's not just affecting me here in Georgia, in the United States. It's affecting people all over the world. We are the world. We are the children who are suffering from this heat wave. Oh, yes, we are. So all I can do is just let you all be aware, let you all know that um, be on the alert in case you're doing traveling or anything like that. And what what's the sad part is that they're not even given any solutions. They just keep saying there's no known cases. They just don't know. It's just been hotter for the summer. I wonder how hot the earth can get. Hmm. Hmm. What is the highest temperature? I should look that up. What is the highest temperature anyone has ever experienced? I'm going to look that up for a second. I'm going to look it up and see, guys. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. 134.1 degrees Fahrenheit. According to the World Meteorology Organization, WMO, the highest registered air temperature on Earth was 56.7 Celsius, which turns out to be 134.1 degrees Fahrenheit in Furnace Creek Ranch, California. California? And it was on a ranch called Furnace Creek. Located, oh my God, guess where it's located? <laughs> it's located in Death Valley Desert in the United States. And that was recorded on July 10th, 1913. You believe that? And I forgot to write down in my notes, but I do recall that the professor at the Boulder University of Colorado did say that, um, what did he say? He said something like it was the same, 
like he did a comparison between two years and it was actually equal enough almost to, to the same. It was, it, it was insane and it was interesting. So there you have it, folks. The goal is 134. At the rate that I'm surprised that no one has reached that goal yet because it feels like 134. My body was telling me it felt hotter than 134. And that's probably why my light bill was 175. But anyway, I hope that you guys enjoyed this informational session on Goten Lisa podcast. If I find out any more or any interesting news that I'm passionate about, I was sure. And I'm going to follow up on this eventually um, and see where we are. Um, But right now, all I can do is tell you guys to be safe, be cool, and just do your research before traveling to any country because normal temperatures will probably tell you, for example, oh, this country is 68 degrees, and when you get there, it's 100. So if you're going to pack, pack for all occasions, but definitely have enough summer clothes out there because there's definitely a heat wave going on in the world. All right, my lovelies, thank you for listening to this episode on heat wave on Goten Lisa podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend, share, comment, subscribe. It's free. And I'll talk to you guys next week, Friday. Peace, love. Bye.